Thunder, GT P-Racing over at Phillip Island. Well, some things change, some things remain the same, and it looks like it's uh, Peter Floyd, who is one of the common denominalities in Phillip Island Racing in the production car series. You're absolutely right, Craig. Uh, Peter Floyd has wrapped up round four of the 2006 STS Turbo Australian Performance Car Championship, known to you and I as GTP, uh, a series that's been running for many years for high-performance production touring cars. Uh, that's the point of difference, if you like, with um, with uh, other forms of production car racing. Uh, this is a category that's reserved for the top end of road-going performance cars such as HSVs, uh, Ford Performance Vehicles, Subaru STIs, Mitsubishi Evos, Nissan 350Z, BMW M3 and cars of that uh, that ilk, what we call performance cars. So, Peter Floyd on top at uh, Phillip Island, of course, that's a big, long, fast circuit and uh, 5.7 litres and 400 horsepower is what you need to win races there and indeed he did, but he didn't have it all his own way because the first of three races was a breakthrough for Ford and Ford Performance Vehicles with James Phillips from Victoria winning what I believe is probably the first on-track victory for the current Ford Falcon GT. Uh, he took out uh, race one, 10 lapper, on the Saturday of round four and uh, scored the lap record and um, indeed uh, showed that there's a lot to come for Ford fans in the balance of this season. Craig, the interesting thing about it is that regulations allow the Falcon GT to run an alloy version of the Boss 290 block. So um, Mr Phillips showed up this weekend with a an alloy, alloy block Falcon GT, uh, a nice set of headers on it and uh, a production touring car that sounded closer to a V8 supercar than anything I've heard in a long time. It's interesting because uh, not only do you have the V8s there, but you've got a very famous name in a Ford F6. Yes, his name's Andrew Moffat, AM, uh, son of Alan Moffat. Uh, and uh, not surprisingly, his father's allowed to use the famous number nine on the side of his car. He's driving for the Australian Motor Finance team in a Ford FPV Falcon F6 Typhoon. Been a pretty troublesome car in the first a uh, few rounds of the championship with um, uh, with mainly handling problems, Craig. Um, it's a car that uh, has a tremendous amount of horsepower, lighter than a V8, but um, I guess the difficulty is that, that it um, has a fair amount of difficulty getting its power down. Mm. So um, Andrew couldn't get this thing out of corners very successfully, but... Uh, he uh, was starting to master it, and his team, the Ted Robertson Developments team, was starting to master the handling of this thing, mainly due to the setup of the differential, I gather. But uh, it was a rocket ship in a straight line, and in the last race of the day at Phillip Island, he actually managed third place. So he beat a couple of HSV V8s, uh, the Falcon GT, and a couple of Evo 9s. So um, some big potential there, and young Andrew um, is only 23, I believe, a, a third-year university student, at um, Melbourne University and uh, some exciting things to come. Mm. Mate, he's not, uh, he's not anything like his dad in a way, except that possibly in the, um, in the area of driving potential. Um, he, uh, he's a music student at uh, Ormond College at uh, Melbourne University, lives on campus, 
He's the uh, president of the the Ormond College Association, Students Association, and he's the director of the Ormond College Choir. So a most unlikely racing driver. Certainly is. A most unlikely uh, son of... Um... Now, Gary Holt, who's leading the championship after the four rounds, he's uh, picked up another 50 points, but not his best round, but again, consistent. Yes, well, uh, yes, reasonably consistent. Uh, Gary's enjoying the benefit of uh, an early break on the championship points where he, I think, scored uh, uh, four out of five five. Uh, race wins in the first two rounds. Now, um, that's holding him in good stead because he's had a, um, a pretty uncomfortable fourth round. Uh, nothing, nothing went right for Gary in, uh, in round four, really. He had uh, all sorts of problems with, um, with, with his car. He, um, he flat-spotted four tyres rather severely. He, um, he had uh, some mechanical problems, I think, and uh, generally one of those weekends that uh, he would he would rather forget. So uh, that's the way it goes from time to time. His teammate Barry Morkham in another Mitsubishi Evo 8 had an even worse weekend. He uh, he puddled around at the back of the field with uh, handling problems first and then a broken differential housing. And uh, the guys who were 1-2 in the championship are suddenly under intense pressure. Uh, Holt has managed to retain his lead in the championship, but Morkham has slipped from second to fourth. Floyd, meanwhile, has gone from fourth to second in the series point score, and Beric Linton remains on third. But the last three rounds of the championship are going to be a pretty fast circuit as we go next to Malinar in South Australia on the uh, 17th and 18th of September. Then we join the V8 Supercars at Simmons Plains for um, uh, our second last round, and then back to Eastern Creek in November for the final round. And I think that... Uh, that the Evos will be under pressure at all of those tracks. Mm, there is going to be interesting times ahead. Now, four fans, they can catch up with the GTP on Speed Week on the 28th of August and then on the 7th of October on Speed Machine, which, of course, is on Channel 9. Yes, it shows up on, um, it shows up on uh, Channel 9, it shows up on SBS television, and you can see repeats also on Fox Sports. So plenty of chances to see GTP. Well, Chris, it's a pleasure to have you back on the show, and we look forward to catching up with you after the rest of the series as it heads off to Malalar next, and, and that is going to be a, a very, very interesting round. It will be indeed. That's a, that's a tight track. We're there in the company of the Fujitsu V8 Supercar Development Series, so um, plenty of action all around, and I think that the GTP cars there are going to open a few eyes. Thanks very much, Chris Nixon. Thank you, Craig. Richard Crayhill joins us on the line as the Formula 3s are getting towards the, well, the decisive end of the championship. Maybe not in race numbers, but certainly in the performance of Ben Klukas. And he is very close to the 50th Gold Star Championship given out by CAMS. Yeah, g'day, Craig. Uh, very, very convincing performance by Ben Klukas at Phillip Island at the weekend where he inched to uh, very, very close proximity of his uh, first Australian Formula 3 Championship, thanks to Kumo Tyres, and he won both races. And I've got some stats for you. I've, I've done some preparation for this. I've got some stats. Uh, ben has won 11 of the 12 races this year, which is about a 90% winning rate, I think, uh, for season 2006. Ben has now won more races in one season than any other driver in series history. He scored more points 
in one season than any other driver in series history. And the stats just keep marching on. And the scary thing is, mate, that there's still two rounds to go. He's going to break these records and set them and, and reset them. So I think that a lot of people are going to have a very, very hard time catching him. Well, Leanne Tander and Michael Trimble both had good rounds at the island. And if there wasn't a fellow named Ben Clucas there, they would have been absolutely ecstatic with their performance. Well, yeah, Leanne Tan had a very, very strong weekend, and she's right on the pace now in her uh, first Formula 3 season. And they did some testing, actually, involved Ben Clickers. They took the car, and they took Ben to Winston Motor Raceway, and they popped Ben in Leanne's car for 20, 30 laps, just to see what sort of feedback he gave the team and what sort of um, advice, perhaps, he had to develop their car. Keep in mind, it's the Tanda's first year in Formula 3, and it really, really paid off. And Leanne said to me Friday at Phillip Island, look... Where it's really helped us is that I'm much more confident in driving the car. I can push it harder earlier on colder tyres, and that's where she's making up her lap time. And Leanne was on the podium a few times. She's, uh, that was just her second time on the podium in the series history, but she's going very, very well and um, building up towards a strong 2007. And also, of course, we can't forget the Speed Energy Drinks GT Championship because uh, they'll be firing up fairly soon. Yeah, uh, well, they had a one-hour race at the weekend, and uh, Darcy Russell took a race victory in the Viper, so pretty good stuff there, and uh, thanks for the plug, mate. Appreciate it. <laughs> Richard Crayhill joining us on Inside Motorsport. That's it for another week on Inside Motorsport. I hope you'll catch us next time round. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network. <laughs>